Sebastian from the Metal Gods Meltdown, and this evening I have the honour to be joined by James Durbin of the band Durbin. <laughs> the album is absolutely fantastic. It's um, probably one of the best albums so far of 2021. Nearly said 2018 for some reason. I was wishing it was 2018, so we didn't have COVID. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to congratulate you on the album. It's been out a very short while. How pleased are you with it? And how anxious and impatient were you waiting for the release date? Uh, well, for me, it's. I feel like it's been out for so long just because I've been listening to it for so long. Like, after I wrote each song, I devoured them just nonstop. <laughs> I couldn't get enough of listening to them. And I've listened to the album um, well over 100 times uh, since completing it back in October of 2020. Um, so yeah, it's been quite a while for me, but, uh, I'm, I'm very happy with the response that it's gotten so far. And I mean, really, I, at its core, I made an album for myself. I made an album for me that, uh, the kind of album I've always wanted to make. And if, if people enjoy it on top of that, then that's just, that's just extra. That's just extra wonderful. Brilliant. I mean, you've worked and appeared on quite a lot of albums, haven't you? But would you say this is the complete... James Durbin released today and the most proud to sorry the most out uh, the album you're most proud of uh it's definitely the most realized my like it's 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 me personified uh on this album it's it's everything i love about music uh storytelling especially storytelling uh fantasy um big big screaming raging vocals and uh killer solos and and exemplary playing that just the the magnitude of musicianship that is showcased on the beast awakens is uh is the the best that i've ever been able to put together and i'm, I'm extra proud of it because i wrote every song and i assembled uh, all the musicians that 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 came together for it and and that's just um I'm very, very proud of that. Very proud of the work that I've put in to know that such uh, extraordinary musicians uh, would want to come and, and play on this record. Absolutely. I mean, you're a world-class singer anyway, but to have the world-class musicians that you have got on there is amazing. I'm going to ask you about Kings Before You, though. It features Chris Jericho from Fozzy. Firstly, mm -hmm. are you a big WWE fan? And have you ever gotten in the ring with Chris or plan to? Uh, I've never gotten in the ring with Chris. I've gotten, let's see if I've gotten in the ring before. I've gotten in the ring a couple times, yeah. uh, but never for an actual match. I've gotten involved in matches from the outside. Uh, I remember that I went and saw a match of, uh, uh, while we were there, it was CM Punk versus ooh, Dolph Ziggler, maybe. And uh, CM Punk came over and, and told me to uh, uh, give Ziggler a chop. <laughs> so I chopped him. Uh, from the barricade um and i've been to wrestlemania and done things with wwe uh but yeah I've, I've been a big wrestling fan uh for a long time and when i wrote this song uh jericho and i have, have been buds for about 10 years and because uh, he was on dancing with the stars at the same time that i was on american idol and they film in the same studio at the same time so uh we just ended up <laughs> becoming friends and hanging out and He'd sneak me out of uh, the Idol Hotel, and we'd go see concerts, and we went and saw Rod Stewart and Stevie Nicks at the Hollywood Bowl and, and things like that. So uh, a lot of fun was to be had with Chris and I. And 
I went to a Fozzie concert in 2017, I believe, uh, in San Francisco, California, and um, ended up getting on stage with them to do ACDC's TNT. And who else was on stage that night playing with them? Mr. Phil Dammel. And uh, Phil and I, we, we kept in touch from then on because we don't live too far from each other, a couple hours. Um, but I knew I'd always wanted to get Jericho on a song of mine and knew that it had to be heavy enough. It had to be, uh, you know, maybe have some sort of a twist to it. And so I, I texted him, you know, uh, hey, Jericho, if you were ever to sing on a, if you were to hypothetically sing on a uh, Dungeons and Dragons sort of concept album, uh, heavy metal album, what kind of character would you want to play? And he said, either the villain or a wizard. And I was like, brother, I just wrote a wizard song. It's in your <laughs> inbox. Check it out. <laughs> and he listened to it and he loved it. So it was, um, it was great. I'm, I'm just glad that I was able to uh, write such a song that, uh, that he felt was worthy of the, uh, the vocal prowess of Jericho. <laughs> That's so cool. I mean, this is a question you've probably been asked loads, but I'm going to have to ask it. What would you say is your favorite track from the album today and why? Oh, boy. Currently, well, today I was enjoying Into the Flames uh, because I pulled up a, um, there's this thing on Instagram, on stories, how I can pull up like a, a memory of something that was posted a year ago. And a year ago today, I posted an Instagram story that I just wrote a song uh, in the style of Finnish love metal um <laughs> that's about uh samwise gamgee um you know staying at the side of frodo baggins uh, all the way to the fires of mount doom and uh and and how stoked i was on the song as soon as i wrote it and now seeing that post from a year ago um and, and was just listening to that song so that's that's the one today um but it, it goes back and forth between into the flames uh the beast awakens the title track um and Riders on the Wind uh, is a, another one that it always gets me. Awesome. I love The Beast Awakens, the actual the title track song. I think that's my favorite of them all. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Okay, so I love the videos you've released so far. They seem really great fun. Are there plans for more <laughs> to come? Are there plans for more to come as well? Um, I, I think so. It's just, it's just depending on what, you know, what we have... Uh, available who's available what resources are available and the, the videos that we did um the videos that i did uh are all you know they're they they lean into the low budget <laughs> the low budget thing um is, and that was inspired by watching you know old music videos of uh you know you watch like the uh, dio's rainbow in the dark video he's on rooftops in london and vivian campbell's playing a pawn shop guitar outside of a pawn shop so <laughs> you know. know they maybe had maybe had you know uh very very limited budget uh for that one and but it's you know it's a video accompaniment to the song and and the kings before you video i i um got everybody to record their parts and uh and it was very um it was just very fun there wasn't any pressure to do yeah, a certain thing yeah. and you know with uh jericho not being able to film any video for uh, himself singing, um, just due to his busy schedule, having to figure that out and work around that, and uh, going to my mom's house and, and finding a, 
um, like a kind of crystal ball looking thing, setting it on top of a lamp, turning all the other lights off. It's green, so when you shine the white light through it, it's obviously green. And then putting that into uh, After Effects, and and which is a program I've never used before, and and putting like you know finding a picture of Jericho's face, and then like superimposing it onto the crystal ball and making it appear with like wave shimmering things. And I got I got him to record that uh, that thing with his Halloween references and calling me the Captain of the Chronicles. So that's pretty <laughs> rad. Um, yep. And then got my orc. Uh, my orc, Gronk Shaman, from a band of orcs to uh, come in and, and uh, summon the vocal prowess of Jericho. So just things like that, having fun with it. The Evil Eye video, um, uh, that's an Instagram filter uh, that I was able to uh, record a bunch of 15-second uh, intervals of the song and edit them together uh, for all of my uh, performance of that. So other things like that, like I edited that whole video on my phone. So... Oh, really? Just kind of making a way where where there is none and um, making something out of nothing is is very fun uh, that you have the capabilities to do that these days and you know what I I'd sure love to have a big budget to be able to do you know killer videos um, but when you don't have one you, you make do you know you make do and you have fun and and no part of making any of those videos was was no fun. No, they're awesome. This very eighties retro and just yes. they're good. They're good fun, man. Okay, you also signed to Frontier Records for your debut. That must have been one hell of an honor. How have they been with your promotion and that? Has it been good so far? Oh, it's been wonderful. It's been absolutely wonderful working with Frontiers, and they're there when you need them, and and they know. I mean, they've got enough on their plate to uh, you know not be too bothersome when you're making the record, and mm -hmm. I as I wrote every song, I'd send it to them and get their approval or their disapproval and then, uh, wait, uh, you know, a couple months and then send them the same songs and get approval. <laughs> um, which, which happened with a couple songs in the record that, uh, originally I had sent them and they didn't like, and then I kind of worked on them a little bit and then sent them back. And, uh, like Kings before you Kings before you wasn't supposed to be Kings before you was turned away. And then I kind of I rearranged it, and then I got Chris Jericho and, and Phil Demel to play on it, and then it's you know then it's a better song. Um, same with uh, same with Into the Flames. Into the Flames was one that I I rewrote and re repackaged and rearranged and uh, made its way onto the album. So yeah, that's awesome. Does the 2021 hold for you? I mean, are you planning to go out on the road? Is that going to be possible? Do you think? And if not. Or have you thought about doing a live album stream? I've thought about doing the live performance video, kind of a stream. Um, I've thought about it. You know, it's definitely a lot of work uh, to to do that and to put that all together. Um, my musicians are in different places, uh, different states, even. So <laughs> that's that. In that aspect, it's kind of difficult. Um, Currently, there's no road to get out on, so uh, unless you live in Florida, which I yeah. do not. Um, so, you know, there's there's that. Uh, but I, I'm I'm very content with the album, and you know, people kind of have to um, if they like something enough, and and you know, the majority of my my um, diehard and hardcore fan base is very much enjoying the record uh something that they didn't think that they would enjoy um 
but I, I just implore people to listen to the record and, and gain a, a visual uh, from the listening experience, you know, like people did growing up. You know, yeah. people that grew up in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s, it was, you, there wasn't really the ability to go out and see all the bands all the time because they'd be going out and doing all their things. So, you know, you, you would um, consume the album. You would consume the, the booklet and all the lyrics and the photos and the imagery and figure out what it means and, and try and decide yourself what you think uh, it means, what it means to you, what it means to the artist, what it means to the person singing it who wrote the songs. And it's, it's, I really wanted to uh, and set out to, and I feel like I achieved that, um, the ability to, to write something that can be consumed that way um, since, you know, <laughs> touring isn't really an option. It must be so rewarding for you uh, as a musician to be able to like look back. It's ten years since American Idol, but you're in your own right now. You've got this album out, and great things surely are going to be ahead for you with this album. How how rewarding is it for you? It's great. Well, it's it's um, it's strange that ten years has crept up on me so quickly um, because it doesn't seem like it's been that long. Uh, the, the way I can tell is I look, I look at our kids and I'm like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> they're so big. Uh, and it's, it's just been, it's been great. I mean, as with anything, as with any career, as with any, anything that you're trying for and practicing towards, um, there's plenty of ups and plenty of downs and, but that's, that's the way the game is played. You know, it's, it's, uh, I'd, I'd rather it be ups and downs than just the same shit over and over. <laughs> so, yeah yeah but it's 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 been great it really has it's it's you put the work in you know if there's something that you really want you really think that it's uh something that you want down the line and you want to work towards and you plant the seeds and you do the work to uh to you know to make them grow and sometimes they grow sometimes they don't um but yeah right now it feels like harvesting time <laughs> or yeah. harvesting those those crops that we that we put out uh so many years ago Awesome. I mean, the next one then is going to be about COVID-19, but it's a fun question. If you were stuck in quarantine for a year, which musician, dead or alive, would you have with you? Oh. Uh, would they be there dead? <laughs> <laughs> if I had a dead... I like that one. <laughs> there's, there's Elvis. He's just, he just sits there in the corner decomposing. Um, oh, man, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, ooh. Oh man, maybe maybe Dio, maybe Ronnie James Dio alive. <laughs> I want Dio alive, not 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 uh, decomposing in the corner. Um, but that, that'd be great just to discuss. I don't know mythology and cosmology and, and drink wine and <laughs> eat sushi and like wow, like that'd be great. You know, just hanging out with Dio like you're. But he's you know, and and that way it kind of sounds like he's my prisoner. Which I wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't want to trap the the physical embodiment of the uh, uh, deceased spirit of Ronnie James Dio to uh, just just for my own enjoyment of of, uh, of discussion and uh, consumption of alcohol and sushi. <laughs> that sounds pretty selfish of me. <laughs> so, what would you like yourself to be remembered for in a hundred years' time? Um. Uh, I, if, if I could just be remembered at all, 
I don't really care what it's for, but uh, just to be remembered at all, that'd be that'd be uh, that'd be something. Yeah. Can you tell us why we should check out The Beast Awakens? Um, because it will save your soul. Uh, <laughs> it was made in quarantine. It was written by one guy with an idea to uh, play his favorite brand of heavy metal, which is classic 70s, 80s inspired heavy metal. Um, I was really inspired by the works of Dio and Black Sabbath and Rainbow and Judas Priest and Iron Maiden and, um, you know, and, 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 and just wanted to take a whack at it and to make something retro, make something vintage, make something that harkens back to the music of, of yesterday and, um, but still put a, a modern stamp on it. So I, I, if you're going to listen to it, I implore you to, uh, don't go into it with any sort of expectation and just consume it for what it is and you know, not, not go in with it uh, thinking it's going to be something and, and then being let down by it, you know, but go into it with no expectation and low expectation and, uh, and really, really enjoy it for what it is. Cause I worked very hard on it and everybody involved worked, worked their asses off on it and uh, to try and make a kick-ass album. <laughs> we're very it's, proud of it. It certainly is, I'm telling you, man. I mean, I got into metal uh, about 1979, showing my age here. Um, I was at SMS, Twisted Sister were my band back in the 80s, yeah. you know. <laughs> so when you see these Snyder's now, what, is he 70, isn't he? It's, it's, it's unbelievable. You're like, really? I'm like, my God. But yeah, so I was blessed to have been <laughs> up in that, that time, and your album does take you back to it, and it's brilliant. It's absolutely getting retro brilliant okay so now i'm just gonna do a quick fire round just five questions and i'll let you go some are a bit dark okay. right so the first one is festival or small intimate gig oh um i'm gonna say festival just because small intimate gig could be something that you don't necessarily want <laughs> you know it could be there and and only seven people show up and then you've got an unwanted small intimate gig you know, those are fun for if you're doing acoustic, but if you're if you're rocking full band and uh, you know you don't know how you're gonna uh, pay your band, <laughs> but you're gonna give those seven people the best show they've ever seen. But I'd rather have a festival crowd. Excellent. Okay, beer or pizza? Uh, beer. Good answer again. Vinyl or digital? Uh, oh, vinyl definitely. Vinyl definitely for the for the enjoyment, but. Uh, uh, you, you can't take your turntable on a plane, so maybe digital. Cool. I am Maiden or Judas Priest? Judas Priest, always. Cool. I thought you might say that. Okay, the last one. Donald Trump or Miss Piggy? Miss Piggy, all the way. <laughs> I want to thank she you knows so much. karate. <laughs> she does she knows karate, yeah. Trump, <laughs> I don't know what Trump does, but yeah, Miss Piggy's a, she's a, you know, she knows karate, she knows her stuff, she's Got great taste in frogs. And, uh, yeah, all the way, Miss Piggy. Awesome, man. And Frank Oz. Okay. You can't go wrong with Frank Oz. Awesome, man. Okay, do you have any final words for your fans and our listeners? Thank you. Thank you for supporting my music for the last 10 years and, and hopefully keep doing things that make you want to support it for the next 10 and so on and so on till, uh, till as long as we can. I enjoyed making this album. I enjoy hearing from from people what they think. Um, so 
I'm always asking people to ask me questions or tell me what they think on my Instagram, which is at James Durbin Official, J-A-M-E-S-D-U-R-B-I-N Official. And that's where you can find me most of the time. But yeah, thanks for taking the time. Appreciate it.